Chapter Three of the Religion of Ancient Egypt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Piotr Nater. The Religion of Ancient Egypt by William Matthew Flinders Petrie. Chapter Three: The Future Life. The various beliefs of the Egyptians regarding the future life are so distinct from each other and so incompatible that they may be classified into groups more readily than the theology. Thus they serve to indicate the varied sources of the religion. The most simple form of belief was that of the continued existence of the soul in the tomb and about the cemetery. In Upper Egypt at present a hole is left at the top of the tomb chamber, and I have seen a woman remove the covering of the hole and talk down to her deceased husband also funeral offerings of food and drink and even beds are still placed in the tomb a similar feeling without any precise beliefs doubtless prompted the earlier forms of provision for the dead the soul wandered around the tomb seeking sustenance and was fed by the goddess who dwelt in the thick sycamore trees that overshadowed the cemetery she is represented as pouring out drink for the ba and holding a tray of cakes for it to feed upon in the grave we find this belief shown by the jars of water wine and perhaps other liquids the stores of corn the geese haunches and heads of oxen the cakes and dates and pomegranates which were laid by the dead in the early king's tomb there might be many rooms full of these offerings there were also the weapons for defence and for the chase the toilet objects the stores of clothing the draughtsmen and even the literature of papyri buried with the dead the later form of this system was the representation of all these offerings in sculpture and drawing in the tomb this modification probably belongs to the belief in the ka which could be supported by the ka of the food and used the ka of various objects the figures of the objects being supposed to provide the cast of them this system is entirely complete in itself and does not presuppose or require any theologic connection it might well belong to an age of simple animism and be a survival of that in later times the greatest theologic system was that of the kingdom of osiris this was a counterpart of the earthly life but was reserved for the worthy all the dead belonged to osiris and were brought before him for judgment the protest of being innocent of the forty-two sins was made and then the heart was weighed against truth symbolized by the ostrich feather the emblem of the goddess of truth from this feather the emblem of lightness being placed against the heart in weighing it seems that sins were considered to weigh down the heart and its lightness required to be proved thought the god who recorded the weighing then stated that the soul left the judgment hall true of voice with the heart and members restored to him and that he should follow osiris in his kingdom this kingdom of osiris was at first thought of as being in the marshlands of the delta when these became familiar it was transferred to syria and finally to the northeast of the sky where the milky way became the heavenly nile the main occupation in this kingdom was agriculture as on earth the souls ploughed the land sowed the corn and reaped the harvest of heavenly maize taller and fatter than any of this world in this land they rode on the heavenly streams they sat in shady arbors and played the games which they had loved but the cultivation was a toil and therefore it was to be done by numerous serfs in the beginning of the monarchy it seemed that the servants of the king were all buried around him to serve him in the future from the second to the twelfth dynasty we lose sight of this idea 
and then we find slave figures buried in the tombs these figures were provided with the hoe for tilling the soil the pick for breaking the clods a basket for carrying the earth a pot for watering the crops and they were inscribed with an order to respond for their master when he was called on to work in the fields in the eighteenth dynasty the figures sometimes have actual tool models buried with them but usually the tools are in relief or painted on the figure this idea continued until the less material view of the future life arose in greek times then the deceased man was said to have gone to osiris in such a year of his age but no slave figures were laid with him this view of the future is complete in itself and is appropriately provided for in the tomb a third view of the future life belongs to an entirely different theologic system that of the progress of the sun god ra according to this the soul went to join the setting sun in the west and prayed to be allowed to enter the boat of the sun in the company of the gods thus it would be taken along in everlasting light and saved from the terrors and demons of the night over which the sun triumphed no occupations were predicated of this future simply to rest in the divine company was the entire purpose and the successful repelling of the powers of darkness in each hour of the night by means of spells was the only activity to provide for the solar journey a model boat was placed in the tomb with the figures of boatmen to enable the dead to sail with the sun or to reach the solar bark this view of the future implied a journey to the west and hence came the belief in the soul setting out to cross the desert westward we find also an early god of the dead kent amenti he who is in the west probably arising from the same view this god was later identified with osiris when the fusion of the two theories of the soul arose at abydos kent amenti only is named at first and osiris does not appear until later times though that cemetery came to be regarded as specially dedicated to osiris now in all these views that we have named there is no occasion for preserving the body it is the ba that is fed in the cemetery not the body it is an immaterial body that takes part in the kingdom of osiris in the sky it is an immaterial body that can accompany the gods in the boat of the sun there is so far no call to preserve the body by the peculiar mummification which first appears in the early dynasties the dismemberment of the bones and removal of the flesh which was customary in the prehistoric times and survived down to the fifth dynasty would accord with any of these theories all of which were probably pre-dynastic but the careful mummifying of the body became customary only in the third or fourth dynasty and is therefore later than the theories that we have noticed the idea of thus preserving the body seems to look forward to some later revival of it on earth rather than to a personal life immediately after death the funeral accompaniment of this view was the abundance of amulets placed on various parts of the body to preserve it a few amulets are found worn on the necklace or bracelet in early times but the full development of the amulet system was in the twenty-sixth to thirtieth dynasties we have tried to disentangle the various types of belief by seeing what is incompatible between them but in practice we find every form of mixture of these views in most ages in the prehistoric times the preservation of the bones but not of the flesh was constant and food offerings show that at least the theory of the soul wandering in the cemetery was familiar probably the osiris theory is also of the later prehistoric times as the myth of osiris is certainly older than the dynasties 
the rowership was associated specifically with heliopolis and may have given rise to the union with ra also before the dynasties when heliopolis was probably a capital of the kings of lower egypt the boats figured on the prehistoric tombs at hieraconpolis bear this out in the first dynasty there is no mummy known funeral offerings abound and the ku and ka are named our documents do not give any evidence then of the osiris and ra theories in the pyramid period the king was called the osiris and this view is the leading one in the pyramid inscriptions yet the ra theory is also incompatibly present the body is mummified but funeral offerings of food seem to have much diminished in the eighteenth and nineteenth dynasties the ra theory gained ground greatly over the osirian and the basis of all the views of the future is almost entirely the union with ra during the night and day the mummy and amulet theory was not dominant but the funeral offerings somewhat increased the twenty-sixth dynasty almost dropped the ra theory the osirian kingdom and its population of slave figures is the most familiar view and the preservation of the body by amulets was essential offerings of food rarely appear in these later times the dominance of osiris leads on to the anthropomorphic worship which interacts on the growth of christianity as we shall see further lastly when all the theologic views of the future had perished the oldest idea of all food drink and rest for the dead has still kept its hold upon the feelings of the people in spite of the teachings of islam End of chapter 3